I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Did you know that the reason so many businesses fail is because they're paying too much in taxes? That's the experienced opinion of former IRS agent Carlotta Thompson. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. What are the main strategies that you recommend for small businesses paying the least amount of tax legally possible? And what are other strategies that many people may not be familiar with for lessening the amount of tax paid by small businesses under the law? So I'm going to start out with, first of all, you need to make sure that you're focused on tax strategy. And all a tax strategy is, is turning a personal expense into a business expense or maximizing out a tax credit. And so what I'm going to suggest, first of all, for small businesses is, number one, when you are about $40,000 after expenses, that you're really talking to your accountant about looking at becoming an S-corporation. Um, it can be an LLC with an S-selection or just a plain S-corporation. So that's my first words to the wise. Secondly, make sure that you are using tax strategies like hiring your kids and renting your home from yourself. I have a video explaining those two strategies specifically at taxstrategynow.com. But just use strategies that are legit, that are black and white. Don't do anything crazy, but know that strategies are important. How can small businesses employ those strategies while at the same time ensuring that they avoid an audit? So the biggest thing in an audit, a lot of people don't understand, but an audit really comes down to do you have the record keeping for the strategy that you're using. So first of all, like if we say hire your kids, well, your kids actually have to work in your business, but you're out in California, so you know that people like the Gerber baby, right? They are on ads for Gerber. Well, your kids can be on ads for your company, and you can actually pay them $12,000 a year to be on those ads. And you just need to make sure that you're doing the documentation correctly to take that advantage of that expense. So it's an expense of the business, tax-free income to your kids, which then you can use for private school or whatever else you would like to use it for. What are the biggest red flags that trigger an audit? This is something that a lot of people don't understand, but home office deduction is not a red flag. I hear that so much. If your accountant is telling you that, well, I'd just say find a new accountant. So the biggest red flags are the first one is your income doesn't match what the IRS has on file for you. The IRS knows a lot about your business that you may not understand that they really do know. So make sure that you're not hiding income or not 
accidentally not putting your income on the return. The income needs to match what the IRS has on file for you. Number two, if you're an S-Corp and you don't pay officer's compensation, this is an immediate audit trigger. Make sure you're paying yourself officer's compensation. And the third one I would say is, remember your returns are compared to other businesses in your industry. The IRS is looking for large questionable items like mileage, meals, they're low-hanging fruit. So make sure that you're just looking at your return. Don't Think that your accountant is taking care of all of that for you. Make sure that you look over it. And if you see anything that looks large and questionable, maybe ask your accountant about it. And why do so many small businesses and entrepreneurs pay too much money in taxes? Well, the primary reason is because they're not asking themselves, how can I make this a deduction? They're asking themselves, is this a deduction? And let's be honest, whenever you start your business, the IRS doesn't call and say, hey, this is what we expect from you. This is how to pay the least amount of tax. They say, no, go to your accountant. And your accountant is trying to get 5,000 tax returns out the door before tax season is over. And so everything is just missed. You really need a holistic approach. You need a tax strategist who's focused on tax strategy, implementing that tax strategy, putting that into your books all the way through to your tax return so that you can ensure that you pay the least tax legally possible. What are some of the reasons that small businesses fail? Well, the primary reason has to do with finances. The number one reason I say is because they overpay their taxes, but it's more complicated than that. See, I saw firsthand as small business owners hired the best accountants and the best tax lawyers. However, in the audit, they were left with a tax bill so large that it seriously shut down their entire business. But second, most business owners do not know how to effectively manage their personal finances, let alone their business finances. And remember, those are two totally different things. Accountants should help educate their clients. Basically, they just get the job done, but they really need to make sure they're educating their clients. Financial management is so hard. Most businesses fail because of cash flow. They don't understand their numbers, and they don't understand how that money comes in and out of their businesses. So you just have to make sure that you not only have an accountant, but that you have a financial arm of your business that's taking care of you, and that's what our whole focus is. That's why we're the only firm in the U.S. that does what we do, just creating that holistic approach that actually implements the strategy because you as a business owner, you don't have time. I'm speaking with former IRS agent Carlotta Thompson. COVID-19 and the resulting lockdowns have affected small businesses significantly. What financial counsel would you give to small businesses and aspiring entrepreneurs as they navigate this unprecedented economic time? I would totally say make sure that you're keeping up with how much help is out there. A lot of people talked about PPP round one. Not very many people talked about PPP round two. And I haven't really heard anyone talking about employee retention credit, which is also available for 2020 and 2021. It will give you a lot of income for your employees based on two things. One, if you had a shutdown in your state, or two, if your income dropped below 80% of what the prior year says. So totally two things that could be thousands and thousands of dollars per employee for you to implement in order to keep your business growing. Why is changing the conversation from how much tax do I owe for last year to how much less tax can I pay next year important? Well, remember, tax strategies are only good to do at the time. Like you can't really go, most of us are going to our accountants after the year ends. And tax strategies really can't be done for the prior year after the year ends. So you really need to be focused on what can I do this year? What can I do right now? So I can make sure that I don't have the same thing happen next year. For instance, like hiring your kids or running your home to yourself, those strategies can't be done after the fact. There's hundreds of strategies like that. Remember, 99% of the tax code is tax 
deductions. It's not income. It's not the IRS coming after you. It's deductions for business owners. And don't feel guilty because you as a business owner, the government controls our money and our investments based on what credits they give us. They want us to invest in real estate, so they give us real estate credits and things to make us want to buy real estate. They are using our money to create the things that they need in our economy, like rental properties. And so make sure that you're just focusing on those strategies now, not after the fact, and after the year's already finished. What are the common mistakes that small business owners make when hiring an accountant? Well, again, they're looking at whoever can do their return the cheapest is usually what they're looking at. They're trying to get it done in a hurry. They're not looking at it a year in advance. They're looking at it right now, right? Like right now, right? You're in, we're in tax season and people are just trying to get the return done as quickly as possible. And there is hope. Like we do strategies for people um, past after the year's already ended, but it's very, it's like 1% of what we could do if we were doing it in the year. So right now you need to be looking for a tax strategist. You don't need to be looking at the cheapest option because remember, it's not what an accountant charges you. It's what they cost you. So my training that I was telling you about, it can actually help you save $17,000 in just 10 minutes. It's a 10 minute video. And um, if your accountant only charged you $500 and you're like, oh, that was so cheap or even $200 or maybe they even did it for free. That's so cheap. But if they cost you $17,000 in strategies that you could have done, well, really it cost you $17,000. So just keep that in the top of your mind as you're finding someone. And like I said, you can find that at taxstrategynow.com. Do you suggest having a team of an experienced accountant, a tax strategist, and financial coach? Yeah, so we have a holistic approach because when I was at the IRS, I found that most accountants um, you would go into and there would be a bookkeeper on this side of the office and maybe a tax person over here and maybe you would talk to the partner. And those people not don't really ever speak, even though they might be in the same office. Um, and even worse if you have people at different offices. But we have an approach where each of our strategists have 25 clients and they do everything for that client, but then that gets reviewed twice more by upper management that also knows that client. And so having that holistic approach is going to make sure that there are no holes because as an IRS agent, the biggest thing I saw was problems with books. You know, accountants not talking to the tax person to help them make sure that they were getting the most bang for their buck as far as tax strategy goes. Really, tax strategy is not even talked about in most traditional accounting firms, but I actually saw people overpaying taxes just because they would put a deposit from you personally into income because they weren't asking questions and they weren't talking to the person that maybe you were talking to as far as the partner goes. So I would say that is the biggest issue. It's tax season right now, so all of this is pretty top of mind, but why are accounting services crucial 12 months out of the year? Well, the reason they're crucial 12 months out of the year is so you can focus on the strategy, but also, like we said, the primary reason small businesses fail is because they don't know their numbers and they don't understand their cash flow. And also they don't know how to grow their business. And our business is focused on helping you do all of those things. So you have a tax strategist, but then you also have a mastermind of people where you can come in and we help you grow your business and we help you think about the profit in your business. And so you really need a financial arm of your business, not just someone who is like, oh, well, we can help you at tax time. And honestly, we usually save our people way more than what we charge them. So it's actually a win-win for both of us. And you can grow your business and save taxes all while 
pretty much getting your bookkeeping and taxes done for free just because we're saving you so much in tax dollars. I'm speaking with former IRS agent Carlotta Thompson. How does someone pay off debt while achieving financial goals? So when you're a business owner, remember, don't take advice from those people who are talking to people who are paying off debt personally. In business, you need to make sure that you have a plan that goes in the flow with your business and that you're looking at your debt quarterly, just like you would if you were getting a dividend from the company. Your money has to stay set for during the month, and then quarterly, you should be looking at, okay, how much debt do we want to pay off this quarter? How much do we want to pay ourselves this quarter? How much do we want to use to grow our business this quarter? You really need to be looking at those things quarterly, and you need to be looking at them with a CFO-type service. And why are Dave Ramsey's techniques not effective for small business owners? Well, Dave Ramsey is really focused on those people who are not uh, business owners. He's focused on W-2 employees, and his techniques are great for those people who want to live on beans and rice and pay off their debt, their credit card debt. But as a business owner, your life is not that of an employee. And so you really need to make sure that you're taking advice from other entrepreneurs who are speaking to entrepreneurs. I believe if you were talking to entrepreneurs only, his advice would be much different. But just make sure that you're talking to someone who understands your business. Also, every business is different. So if you're talking to someone who has blanket advice, they can't look at your numbers and give you the things that you should be doing. Make sure that you have a plan for what your business needs to be doing. And in terms of the stimulus that was just mailed out, what are some of the scams we need to be aware of? So the stimulus, um, then this speaks to everyone. Huh, there's so many things, but just make sure that you are, first of all, your money should be deposited in your account. The IRS isn't going to call you and get information from you. You can call the IRS, but make sure you go online and look at their real number. If they're not calling you, make sure that you understand they're not calling you. Also, the IRS sometimes will send a debit card to put your refund on. And if you didn't get your stimulus, debit card for stimulus, not refund. If you didn't get your stimulus, don't lose hope. You're going to get that when you file your taxes for 2020, which is due right now. They'll be asking you how much money you received. Do not tell a fib on this because they know how much money you received, and it could actually hold up the processing of your return. But just make sure that they know how much you received. And then if you don't get it, that's whenever you need to go to the IRS. Give them a call. I would say wait as long as possible because the IRS is really backed up right now. But you will get that stimulus with this year's return if you didn't get it already. Now, does that apply if we also received a letter? And this is a personal experience uh, here. If we received a letter saying, if you did not receive your stimulus within the past seven days, contact the IRS. Uh, Do I need to contact the IRS or should I just expect that money back with my tax refund? No, if the IRS sends you a letter to call them, definitely call them. But make sure the letter is legit, meaning make sure you look up that phone number, make sure it's an IRS phone number because they are sending out letters. But also scammers are sending out letters and they're having you call a number that is not the IRS. And they can even make it where it shows up IRS on your phone. So make sure that you know that you're calling the actual IRS because they could ask you for information like social security number or something like that, and then you give that to a scammer. I've been speaking with former IRS agent Carlotta Thompson. How can we get more information or how can people get a hold of you? Um, Like I mentioned a couple of times, I have a free 10-minute training that will show you how you can cut over $17,000 from your business tax bill for a general business owner just using two strategies and 30 minutes a month. You can find that at taxstrategynow.com, singular taxstrategy.com now.com 
And that'll give you an overview of how we use our implement method to make sure that you're paying the least tax legally possible while growing your business. And then at the end of that video, you can schedule a call with our team and see how we can help you. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.